Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Mavs Outside This Podcast. I'm one half of your host. Marius Williams, a.k.a. Reese, a.k.a. Mind of Reese, and all my other monikers, you know the deal, you know, I ain't gotta repeat them for you, joined as always by my brother Michael Bibbins, a.k.a. Mike Bibbs, a.k.a. Mike Bibbins, a.k.a. Bibbs, all his other monikers, and hopefully not his alter ego, uh, how you feeling, brother, how you doing, you know, it's, uh, I feel like it's been a long week, I know it's been a long week for me, yeah, it's been been a very long uh week two weeks three weeks really uh i i did the the presentation on wednesday i'll find out whether or not i'm done with school forever uh sometime this week (laughs) um the allergy bug hit me i decided to get out in the yard and do some raking of the leaves and whatnot and that was that was ill-advised i should have wore a mask or something the allergies came in strong the next day but that's okay i'm gonna fight that off uh clearly my mic situation has not resolved itself so i'm still using a headset i gotta get a new mic apparently um so that's been fun but overall like i can i can breathe again not literally because the sign the thing i just mentioned with allergies but i can breathe again like mentally um I feel like a, a lot of stuff that I've been putting off is about to start happening, so I'm, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, allergy season for sure is definitely like it's here, it's kicking in because I made sure I stacked up on Claritin. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure I stacked up on some Claritin just in case because I know how my allergies get. Team Allegro um, over here, but yeah. Hey man, look, I was ever's cheapest in quality. <laughs> If as long as I can get it quality and cheap, I, I I get it. If Allegra is the option at the time, then you know so be it. But, <laughs> um, outside of that, you know, uh, I put on Twitter. I'm pretty sure everybody saw that. I said I might have some free time on my hands soon. You know, <laughs> uh, job situation is kind of crazy. Uh, the owners basically don't want me there. And I know they don't want me there. How you decide that? Well, I know for a fact they don't want me there because I heard from my store manager before that they tried to get rid of me. And she told them, well, if you fire him, you got to fire me. Mm. This was like a month and a half ago. Oh, wow. She got fired earlier this week. Oh, shit. So I'm like, oh, man, I, I know I'm next. Have you been looking? Yeah, I've been looking. Okay, okay. And then after I looked, they uh, cause they didn't hire a new store manager. They basically running it themselves. Mm. So, uh, full disclosure, owners of Pakistani, uh, just cause people know how they carry business. They like to bring their own people in. Um, so a new schedule was made for this week. A schedule was already made for this week. They redid it. I have two days on the schedule. Damn. Not only am I the only manager with two days, every other manager has at least four. Four. I'm the only person working in a store with less than three. Yeah. 
Yeah, the writing's kind of on the wall there, I would say. So, me being petty, we had a meeting today. They wanted to hold a meeting today. I went to the meeting in front of everybody. <laughs> I asked, why am I the only manager with two days on the schedule? <laughs> Lady was fumbling her words like she was either lying or wasn't expecting me. It was a bunch. Of, it was a bullshit answer. So, the person I really wanted to ask at this point, I was over the meeting. I wanted to leave. So, uh, meeting's over. I leave. I go to the car. <laughs> Another coworker comes out and says, "Talking about the owners. They talking about you in there. Like I don't know what they saying, but like <laughs> they heard so, Reese in the middle of whatever." So, <laughs> I turns the car off. And walk into the store. Because at this point, I'm pissed off. I walk into the store. The four of them are standing together. I sit next to a table beside them. I look at them in their eyes. And I say, is there a problem with me? Like, is there an issue with me that needs to be addressed? They all just looking stupid. No one has anything to say now. And it's like, okay, I understand what this is. Yeah, I'm going to do everything in my power to get fired. I'm about to yeah, say, yeah, uh, yeah, don't, I, don't, don't hand them that that give that getaway. Yeah, uh, I'm not, I'm not quitting. You gonna pay me this unemployment as, until I find a job. Facts. Or that's, I'm that's gonna find a I'm... job before you fire me, and then I'm not giving a two week notice. I'm just quitting. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where I messed up uh, the first time when I when I was in that situation. Um, I didn't take advantage of unemployment at all. I was like, you know what, I'm good. Um, I hold on to this. This I have some money. Stashed away. I had the four hundred one k. I was. I'm good for a while. I was good for four months <laughs> before I had to get back in the streets. I don't um, even know how much I got in my four hundred one k. I'd have to. I had to check that. But yeah, but yeah, I got on unemployment like the last couple weeks before I got a job. Um, and I was like, damn, if I had done this the whole time, I probably would could have lasted six to eight months out here without having to get back in the trenches. But what I will say is. Uh, it was funny because um, the guy. I'm gonna tell the story. I'll tell the story since we're here. <laughs> so what had happened was at my old job, uh, they had hired a new manager. So previously, I was on a team of like six people. It was a special project. It was a big deal. We were bringing a lot of money into the company. It was uh, I was doing in working uh, in health insurance or life mm-hmm. insurance, and um, like we were on a special team that was designed to like call. Basically, we sold insurance to companies. So, like, companies could sell the insurance to their employees. And so, our job was to call all the dormant accounts, like companies that had not added any new policies in the past five, 10, whatever years, and try to get them to, to buy some of our new products. And, like I said, we were killing it, right? And then our manager took a new job. Like, the person that was originally our manager took a new job. For a while, we had no manager. We were reporting directly to the vice president, everything was cool. They said, we're going to bring a new manager in. Don't worry. We're not going to get somebody that's going to change everything. They lied. They brought somebody in. She wanted to put her stamp on the team. Everybody was pissed. Everybody was looking for new jobs. And <clears throat> by, at this point, I guess they had uh, already decided they were going to cl- close up our team anyway because we were going into year three. And, you know, when you do a project like that, it's only going to last for so long before the – it's not paying for itself anymore like that first year nobody had contacted these accounts but that third year this is our third year in a row trying to get back into these same accounts like it's it's not something that's building upon itself so 
like a, two weeks before I, I got let go, they had our, our manager had took us to a meeting with an HR guy. It was like, this is a, this is HR and he can help you with this, 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 and this, blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is some random stuff to be meeting with this HR person. <laughs> um, so we did that, whatever. Didn't think anything of it. She looked like she was into him, like they might have some stuff going on. Um, and that was just her excuse to spend some time with him on the clock. But anyway, that's <laughs> that's a whole other story. But uh, we had like this big meeting where we were discussing like plans and ideas for the, the coming time, like two weeks later. And, you know, I had all this input. I was giving all this feedback. Everything was good. But then after the meeting, my manager was like, Mike, why don't you hang back a little bit? I was like, oh, this this is it. Like, <laughs> for like the past couple of months, I was like, yeah, I'm about to get fired because I'm not listening to none of these changes she tried to put in. Uh, what we were doing was working, and I don't have the energy for this at, at this point in my life. So we hung back. Uh, we walked over to a little side office, and comes a dude that I met two weeks ago, the HR dude. Uh, we went through the whole thing. I'm laughing the whole time, and she like she wanted to cry. Like her, she was so like nervous for having to do it. I was like, it's good. Like I've been waiting for this for like a month and a half. Like, right. like you don't have to be stressed. You don't have to be stressed. <laughs> Please relax. Get it over with. And so then on the way out, the dude was like, you know, sometimes God opens closes one door to open another. I was like, okay, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny part is, like, <laughs> literally two days after that, I got an email to to interview. Uh, Nisi Nash and them, uh, for the Claws people, and I had like at that point I'd only done like one interview at a total, and I was like, you know what, maybe this is just sending me in a different direction. So I uh, did a bunch of interviews that summer. I felt good. I mean, long story short, it led to me to where I am today. I uh, went and got the masters to to pursue this that area of life full time. So uh, that's I mean, like I said, sometimes that guy was spitting. Low key. Open another door. You close one door. At the time. <laughs> you get comfortable in one spot. Sometimes you got to make you uncomfortable for a little while so you can realize what you really want to be after. I will say for sure, I, I definitely got a little bit too comfortable. Since I'm about to be leaving there soon, I'm going to just be transparent. Like, I've been there for eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't supposed to be eight years when I first got there. Like, I was unemployed for a while. When I got there, I'm. 28 now excuse me got there when i was 20 uh just started off as a cashier it was a, it was a job i save a lot i had been out of a job for like a year and a half two years granted i was 20 but i wanted to yeah. work so right. uh i was like i'll just it was a minimum wage job and at the time minimum wage was man what was minimum wage at the time like Baltimore? something Eight something. Yeah, I think y'all's minimum. I think Maryland's minimum like, wage is higher than the national. Yeah, but at the time, like eight fifteen, maybe it was like eight twenty five at the time. Yeah, in two thousand and fourteen, it was like eight twenty five. So I was like, I'll just be here for a little bit till I can find something else to move on. <laughs> but the way save a lot raises work are different. It's not like, oh, you've been here a while, we'll give you a raise. No, it's based on the hours you work. So when I hit a certain amount of hours, I got a 25 cent raise. I worked another amount of hours, got 50 cent. Worked another amount, I got 75. And once it hits a dollar, you get a dollar every time you hit that certain amount of hours. Before I knew it, I was making $15 an hour. Then I was making $16 an hour. That's where it capped off at. 
And I was like, man, I'm one of the managers making $16 an hour. They haven't even made me full time. How maybe I need to look somewhere else. Then the store manager looked out for me, got me to $19 an hour, which went up to $21 an hour. But it went back down to 19 because of some rules or whatever. But I was like, man, now I have to find a job that's paying me more or just as much. It's I was like, man, it's convenient. I really get to make my own schedule when I want because I get the request on and off like I want. I get paid every week. I'm getting $19 an hour. And it's like, oh, man, it's tough. I'm getting too comfortable. But <laughs> they was like, hey, you're getting too comfortable. Don't worry. We'll take care of that. So, you know, I always <laughs> talk about how I want to get on this YouTube grind and all that and the job being the way. Maybe now, you know, based however the situation go, may help with that. So, yeah, uh, I got this trip coming up, and considering I get paid, <laughs> I get paid every week. I was like, man, should I even go on this trip and spend this money, pay this money for this trip? Part of me is like, man, enjoy your birthday, spend the money, can't take it with you. You know, and a part of me is like, that's very irresponsible. No, no, no. But self care. It's self care. It is. It is. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. It's funny because, uh, let's see, I was 29 when that happened. So, about the same age. And um, <clears throat> I think I was in my second job out of college. Um, so, I had been, well, it would have been 2018. So, I would have been out of college for seven years at that point. Um, <clears throat> And in the middle, like when it happened, I was like, um, I got some time. I'm going to just take this time and kind of reflect on where I'm at, figure out what I want to do. Uh, the interview thing fell in my lap. I was like, let's see how this goes. Got a lot of good feedback, made some connections. And like I was chilling during that like four months or whatever. Like I was chilling. My mom was confused. Everybody was oh, you need to get another job. I was like, eh, I need to figure out who I am right now. Like this is an opportunity. I got some money. I, this is an opportunity for me to figure out who I am as a person um, <clears throat> and what I want to be doing. Cause it's easy to get comfortable. Like you said, you, them raises come every year, you know, you're doing mm -hmm. the same work pretty much, you know, everybody, you're familiar with the products, you're familiar with the company, you know how they work, you know what you got to do to stay there and you just get comfortable. And like, I knew I wanted to do something in, I didn't want in media, if you will, or whatever. And uh, in entertainment and sports, those were the two areas I was looking at. But as long as them checks was coming in, I wasn't going as hard as I probably should have for for those things. And um, at the the end of that that four months, I had a trip for my birthday coming up, actually. And uh, I I also was like, man, I, you know, the, the money kind of getting low. Maybe I shouldn't make this trip. I was like, no, nah, fuck it, I'm going. And again, had a great conversation with somebody who I think at the time they were doing Uber full time because they had a similar situation themselves. <laughs> and they were like, you know what? I said, I told myself, I'm going to just do this Uber full time until I figure out what I want. And it's it's interesting how that how that works. Right. Um, like I said, it's it could be a blessing in disguise. So um, we'll see how, how it plays out for you. Yeah, we'll see. For <laughs> sure. We'll see. For sure. But, Either way, I'm out of there, even if because when I when yeah, I walk up to. to them. When I walked up to them and addressed them, they, they tried to act stupid. They was like, all right, well, we'll take a day to talk over it. And we'll, ain't nothing to talk over. Like, 
what, what are we talking about here? <laughs> All right, we 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 going on too much. We no, hold on. on. I, I'm gonna hit this last piece. I'm gonna hit this last piece. Go like, ahead, go ahead. Before I got the job I got now, or with the company I'm at now, I had um gotten a job at Walmart, and just just because I needed some income. Uh, I, I had never worked retail in my life. I had no idea what I was getting into. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was rough. And it was like, there was only one person looking out for me there. Um, and then they, like, they were giving him a hard time. He had been there for years. So I think he was a former vet. He was a department manager. I was a department manager. Um, and then they fired him, like, out the blue. And, like, I, I came through. I was like, yo, what's up? He was like, yeah, they just fired me. And I was like, oh, snap. And he was like, yeah, I got to figure out what I'm going to do. Like, I think his wife also worked there, too. Like, they, like mm-hmm. I said, they've been there for years as a, as a couple. Like, he had just introduced me to his wife earlier that week um, to have a conversation because she usually worked a different shift. But um, that was when I also realized these companies don't care about you. No. <laughs> you got to look out for yourself at, at the end all. of the day. At all. Uh, and that was, again, a valuable lesson I needed to learn because at my previous job, my first job out of college – I couldn't get a raise to save my life. I was damn near running the company. Like I was running three locations by myself. I was uh, helping them build a new division. Again, making like $12 an hour or something like that. Couldn't get no money. The, the, the owner, we went the year I started there. It was like eight people in the company. The year I started there, they brought in like 750,000 in revenue. The year I left, they made 3 million in revenue. My salary went from $9 an hour. Was it even twelve? I don't even know. It was like ten something, actually. It was like ten. I got. I went up like a dollar fifty in three years, and I watched the revenue like quadruple or quintuple. They had a Christmas tree that was two stories tall in the house. They brought us, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? These people don't care. But they I had to. Be, I had to be reminded. <laughs> so again, look out for yourself, people. Uh, the long story short, look out for yourself. If you if you want more for yourself. Don't don't feel bad about leaving whatever company you at, no matter what they've done for you. There's always Hold if, you, unquote. If, it's, if there's better for you, pursue it. Right. Facts. And that's all we got now to this basketball. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I just want to say I told y'all I got a lot of I'm I'm gonna have a lot of time on my hands this week because <laughs> I work Tuesday and I'm supposed to work Saturday. Oh I'm, man, I'm gonna be petty. Because I have a funeral to go to Saturday. So when I leave Tuesday, I'm gonna write a note that says I will not be able to make it in for my shift Saturday. You'll have to find a replacement. Smiley face. <laughs> Boy say he the joker with the smiley face. All right. Hey man. Hey. <laughs> hey. They, they oh, lucky man. I ain't like the Riddler. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, look, I'm have a lot of time on my hands this week. Don't be surprised if y'all see a YouTube link for the Mavs Outsiders on the Twitter page. Don't po- don't hold me to it. <laughs> Just saying, you might get it. All right, because I mean, for the people that's gonna watch the clip, you'll know I'm back on video for now. So you know. So I know you. Uh... You probably got used to hearing bibs for a while on this ad, but uh, I'm going to take over the reins again uh, to tell you a bit about our ad, our sponsor, Anchor. Uh, back in 2020, during the pandemic, I finally took the opportunity 
to start my own podcast. The only issue was I had no idea where to start. Um, I didn't have any podcast equipment, uh, no camera, no microphone, you know, uh, any things that you see in a studio. But what I did have was my cell phone, and that's why I discovered the Anchor app. Anchor is the perfect app for new podcasters, for beginning podcasters, for people to start their very own podcast. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, like I mentioned. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast through other platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. So it's doing most of the work for you. All you have to do is hit play, press record, and get your work out there to the world. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And the best thing of all, Anchor is totally free. And on top of it being free, you can acquire your own sponsors like the ad I'm doing right now through Anchor. So you have an app for free that you can possibly make money off of. Seems like a fantastic deal to me. If you're interested in starting your own podcast with the Anchor app, make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Tell them Reese sent you. But, yes, like Bib said, moving on to the basketball. Obviously, we're in a good mood. (laughs) That's because because the Mavs finished out with a victory today. Um, But before we get to that one, let's start at the beginning of the week. Uh, We recorded on Sunday. We had a game the very next day on Monday, Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, When we left the last episode, uh, we mentioned the Timberwolves games were kind of the ones we were paying the most attention to. Kind of felt like we split Uh, this first game. We came out and got a victory, 110 to 108. Pretty close one. Uh, Decent game. It was fun to watch, especially with the uh, Pat Bev and Luka stuff. I kind of tweeted out at the end. I was like, it's cool that Luca understands that like this Pat Bev stuff is all just like competition stuff, but he better than me. Cause I'd have been done something to that boy, but, uh, Dwight Powell masterclass with 22 points, eight rebounds, two assists and two steals. Luca Doncic only with 15 points, six rebounds, 10 assists, shot five for 17 from the field, 29% total. 3 for 11 from 3, 27% total. Not really a good game for Luka, but the team still came out with a victory. With help from guys like Reggie Bullock with 18.7 rebounds. Dorian Finney-Smith with 15.7 rebounds, 4 assists. Jalen Brunson, 15 points. And Spencer Dinwiddie, mama there goes that man, with 20 points. 8 rebounds, 3 assists off the bench. Uh, Was this... When we left last week and we said we expected a split, were you kind of, how do I put this? Were you expecting specific outcomes for specific games? Like, were you expecting this one? Hey, this one may be a loss, but the next one may be a victory. No. Okay. Did this game go how you expected? So, I actually couldn't watch the game. I was driving. Um, I was in Delaware last week. I was driving home Monday. And um, I actually forgot about the game uh for a minute because i was so locked in on the on the ride and uh, i got pulled over 
in North Carolina. Got a nice two hundred twenty dollar ticket for what? Speeding. Oh wow! Uh, it was the speed limit was seventy five, and then they had like this special sign that said sixty five, and I didn't adjust quick enough apparently, and uh, the cop got on me. It was like, you know, why I pulled you over? I How was, fast were you going? I was doing eighty. That ain't even that bad. Bro. That's what I say. Eighty and a seventy-five. Like I usually try to stay within seven miles per hour because I think that's usually the the limit. Like yeah, I stay. They don't have a ticket. 10. Yeah, they don't have a ticket for seven over. It has to be uh, more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I, I'm aware of that. So I was trying to do eighty and a seventy-five, and then like I said, they had a special sign up that says sixty-five. And I, I like I, I was there was a truck in front of me. I had been following them for like an hour and a half. You know, I, you know, I try to keep my speed with the person in front of me. And so the cop pulled me over. He was like, you know, why I pulled you over? He said, why were you uh, going so fast? I said I was keeping up with the car in front of me. He said, oh, you were doing a little bit faster than him. I was like, All right, yeah, sound good on paper, but right. You know. <laughs> How's that possible? <laughs> right. I've been follow. I've been following him the whole. I've been following him for like a state and a half, my G. Like. Well, no, I was Why not you going fast him over. Right, I was not going faster than him. But all right, <clears throat> if you say so, buddy. Uh, but I thought I ain't never got a warning in my life. I don't know. I don't think that's a, that's an option for us most of the time. Um, I've actually. Oh, I think you did mention that before. I've gotten pulled over about three times. Never gotten a ticket. That's wild. But <laughs> these cops. I mean, two of the times was for speeding. Okay. One of them, my headlights was out. Okay, headlight, we're not counting that one. Yeah, we're not counting that one. But the speeding ticket, one time I was with my now girlfriend. We weren't together at the time. It's my first time getting pulled over. We was on the highway. I'm driving. And it's three cars, like, zooming past me. Like, they're racing. Like, if I'm doing 70 or 80, they got to be doing 90 or 100. Okay. He couldn't catch them, I guess, so he stopped me. <laughs> that happens. That happened to me once, too. So he stopped me. And, uh, this is my first time being pulled over. I said, nope, not about to end up on a video. So what I did was, <laughs> <laughs> what I did was, as soon as he pulled over, as soon as we stopped, I got the license and registration out the glove compartment. I put it. That's dangerous, right, too. He see, you, he see you reaching across. No, he was still in the car. I'm saying if he looked through his window and see you reaching. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. hey, look, it was tense. <laughs> it was tense on the car. It was tense on the car. Tense. So, okay. I got the uh, like the registration out the glove department compartment. Got my license out. Already had it ready. I had it to where I could grab it and he could see. <laughs> I, and he was like, "I'll just give you a warning. This one time, you don't have no problem." I was like, "Oh, okay, thank you." Pulled off, motherfucker. So the second time I'm driving by myself, uh, I'm driving down. If anybody from Baltimore is listening to this, I'm driving down um, Bel Air Road, driving down Bel Air Road and uh, just a regular street. um, And it was a cop to the side. I could see him when I was coming down. I'm like, all right, let me slow down. I ain't slow down fast enough. He pulled me over. So when he pulled me over, he said, do you know why I pulled you over? He's I said. I ain't going to lie, I saw you on the side and I tried to slow down some, so you didn't pull me <laughs> over, but I ain't slow down fast enough. Dude, let me go. <laughs> so I got to stop doing the Optimus Bibbs voice when they pull me over? Is that what it is? I don't know, man. I don't know, man. All I'm saying is... Hey, officer. Is... I'm sorry. Was I speeding? Oh, gosh. Oh, shucks. Gee, Willikers. So the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Mavericks... 
No, hold on. I didn't even, let me get back to what I was talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got pulled over. And then um, I wasn't going to let that phase me, but I had a moment to think. And I was like, oh, yeah, the Mavs are playing. So I put, I went, uh, checked the app real quick since I was pulled over. And I saw the, the score was like, it was 100 to 103. Uh, the Timberwolves were up. And so I was like, all right, whenever we get out of here, I'm going to put it on the radio. Oh, no, I was, I was going to put the audio on. I had the, the Bluetooth hooked up. So I put uh, the radio. First, it came in Spanish. I was like, damn, I ain't, that ain't what I was trying to do. And I, I, was, so. <laughs> I, had to, I was driving, so I was like, uh, let me see if I can do this without looking. I got the audio right. It was 104, 103. I think DFS had just got a shot, um, or Reggie Bullock was one of those two, had just scored to put us up 104, 103. Uh, it was like two minutes left. I listened to the last two minutes. It was intense. Uh, I I enjoy listening to games on the radio. I don't know how I many do. People... I do. Yeah, I don't know how many people know this story. I'll just make it quick. But during the 2006 finals run, a tree fell on our house, and uh, yeah, it was. I could I would have died if I had been in a, the spot I was in 12 seconds before that tree fell through. Like I, me and my sister were in her room talking, and like we heard the wind going crazy. And then we like came out into the hallway, and as soon as we came out to the hallway, <clears throat> and we were like, "What the heck was that?" We tried to open her door to go back in her room, and the door wouldn't move because a branch had come through right behind her door, like down straight. Like that could have went through one of our bodies. Like I, I think about that type of stuff sometimes too much, but uh, I think about something like that too. It was, it was a shooting. Obviously, it was Baltimore. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so <clears throat> anyway, long story short, we had to stay with my mom's friend who did not have cable, and I had to listen through most of the 2000, or a lot of that uh, Thunder series, and then like the first couple games of the, the finals on the radio, um, and nearly killed my car battery. You know you said the 2006 <clears throat> finals, right? Yeah, not, uh, not the Thunder. Who did we yeah. play in the final, the conference finals? No, 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 no. Uh, are you talking about, you are talking about 2006. Yeah. Who did we play? Was it the Spurs? It couldn't have been I, the Spurs. I, I, I was about to perfect. say, I don't... I think we played them in the second round. Yeah, I don't think I don't remember who it was, but I listened to, like, the last I'll couple games I'll look it up, because now I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, I listened to the last couple games of the conference finals and the first couple games of the finals on the radio in my car. Um, <clears throat> and enjoyed every moment of it. Uh, I felt like I brought the 1940s back listening to the big game on the radio. Um, <laughs> but, um... Phoenix. Was it Phoenix? Oh man, yeah, 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 yeah. Phoenix. So yeah, I'm old as hell. Yeah, I said it. Uh, I was somebody had posted the thing. We way off track. Somebody had posted the thing talking about like how old were you when the Mavs won the 2011 Finals, <laughs> and I'm seeing like six, seven, eight, ten. I'm like, man, I was 18. Get, get out of here, man. I was 18. I was 22. Tall traveler, tall traveler said to me like. I was so young. I'm like, damn! I was only four years. I was about to say, you, at least you was an adult. <laughs> you was still an adult. I'm oh, seeing man. like fives and sixes out here. I'm like, man, get off my, get off my, my feed, man. I'm not trying to be out here with these children, but whatever, man. 2006, yeah, I was 18. I mean, 17. So we definitely getting off topic. Um, it is what it is, man. Y'all look, I, I ain't been on my game in like three weeks. Uh, so I appreciate y'all bearing with me. Y'all gonna get extra content today. Yeah, y'all definitely getting some extra content, but. <laughs> Uh, times like this I wish because I never take notes while I'm watching the game I just try to take it all in and then it comes times like this where it's stuff I'm like damn 
I made a mental note to remember that, and then it finally got here because it's a whole week ago. Something from that first game? Yeah, something from that first game. Yeah, like I said, from that first game. I only listened to the last two minutes, so. And this is a game I actually actually got the chance to watch because I didn't work that day, so I actually got the chance to watch the game. (laughs) And of course, yeah. But I mean, we y'all closed watch. it out nicely. It was, yeah. it, there was a, some controversial calls, I think, if I couldn't tell. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, from what I could tell, listening to it, we did what we had to do. The refs was definitely on some shit, but uh, we did close the game out against a good team. Uh, Minnesota is a good team. They're on the rise right now. Uh, but got the victory at home, moved on, staying at home, going against the Houston Rockets, came out the day before that the Dallas Mavericks were resting Luka Doncic. Um, I understood the the call to do that. I just felt kind of frustrated by it because I'm like, I get it, but these are the kind of games where they do that and we go up against a team they think is supposed to be an automatic dub and it's a loss. And stuff like that is cool certain times, but not right now when we're fighting for a certain playoff spot and we're trying to stay out of the play-in. But nonetheless... Dallas Mavericks persevered with a 110-91 victory over the Houston Rockets. Dinwiddie and Brunson put on a goddamn backcourt masterclass. Uh, dunked the Houston Rockets a new asshole. Then went straight up in it. <laughs> Jalen Brunson. That was very graphic, but all right. Jalen Brunson with 28 points. 10 for 19. Spencer Dinwiddie with 26 points, 4 rebounds, 6 assists, 8 for 13, and 4 from 6 from 3. Reggie Bullock didn't have that great of a game. Dorian Finney-Smith, his usual 14 points, 5 rebounds, added 3 steals to it. Uh, Frank Nilakina got some minutes, 21 minutes to be exact, 13 points, 4 assists. We know Bibbs is happy about that. Maxi Kleber, uh, still out there playing defense and rebounding. Not much offense, but he did come away with 6 points on uh two uh two free throws and two field goals still no threes oh for three specifically oh for three specifically still no threes uh this it's not really much to say about this game dwight powell finished with 13.7 rebounds three assists didn't want to leave that out um obviously not a game i was worried about it just did have me nervous that they set luca but i did know based off of history that Jalen brunson was gonna come out and hoop and put up 20 plus points because he do that he does that when Luca isn't there, and obviously Spencer does his thing when Luca is there. So I'm pretty sure I can tell what he's gonna do when he's not there. It's cool to have another ball handler there with Brunson when Luca is gone. Uh, so you're comfortable with games like this. I guess I'm so used to us not having that. That's why I was so nervous when they sat Luca. But uh, Mavs came out, handled business, didn't get cute with it. Didn't make it a, a a close victory at the end, the game where they were leading most of the time. Didn't let the team come back at the end. Uh, not much to say about this game. Got it out of the way. Blowout. Fuck the Rockets, to be quite honest. Um, shout out to Steven Silas. I ain't got shit to say about this. Um, <clears throat> I'll go ahead and say, you know, it's another one of those games where we came out kind of flat. Our defense was not defensive yeah. in the first half. Uh, but third quarter, we came out. Jalen Brunson took over in the third. Uh, the defense was a lot better in the third as well. Uh, Frank got some big minutes, like you said. I uh, love to see that. Uh, Maxi actually scored six points. He had nine boards. Uh, I love that. 
Uh, Moses Wright, the only other thing I really wanted to mention. Well, Moses Wright uh, got his first NBA points on a three-point play. Um, and the only other the note I had from this game was that we shot terribly from three, which was a precursor for things to come. We were eight for 32, <laughs> eight for 32 from three on the night. So, um, so that's a, that's a lob for the next, for the transition, I guess. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, um, speaking of bad shooting nights, uh, so that second Minnesota game, Luca was obviously back for this game. Um, uh, he might as well have rested to be quite honest, but, um, we lost, went into Minnesota, we lost 116 to 95. Um, to be quite honest, it was close for the first half. Then Minnesota just took off. Uh, the, the shots that we were missing started to bite us in the ass hard. And I mean, like, when a dog bites you in the ass, like when you in the hood and you running and that dog in the hood that everybody is afraid of finally gets loose and the one person to get bitten in the ass is you, that's what happened to the Dallas Mavericks. I don't no. like Pat Bev either, but you ain't had to call him a loose dog. Come, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. I... <laughs> I ain't, come on, man. We ain't going to do that. We ain't going to do that to Pat Bev, man. <laughs> uh, but he did bring the front-runner mentality to the Timberwolves, but we're not even going to address that on a part because it's a Mavericks part. Man, uh, let's let's talk about the shooting. Uh, and, and I really just want to keep in mind, I'm pretty sure you all knew this because you watched majority, if not all, of these three-point shots were open. So, Luka Doncic... Shot 5 for 11 from 3. Not bad, considering most of them were like step back off the dribble shots, which is most of his three-point shots in general. Reggie Bullock. Shot 1 for 11 from the field total. 9%. 0 for 6 from 3. Dorian Finney-Smith. Shot 3 for 11 from the field. 1 for 8 from 3. Jalen Brunson. Four for 12 from the field. One of six from three. Dwight Powell shot five or seven from the field. <clears throat> Spencer Dinwiddie. Four from 10 from the field. One of five from three. I want to get back to him, but keep going. Massey Kleber. Four for 10 from the field. One of six from three. I'm not even really going to talk about everybody's like counting stats, the numbers, because... The numbers that I just mentioned are the ones that mattered the most. Uh, before you, before I kick it to you to see what your thoughts are, um, I just want to say uh, when this game was going on around the fourth quarter or end of the third, I tweeted something out and I said, Luca's doing that shit again where he's not passing the ball to teammates and he's just taking over. And, you know, I was in, I was in a bad mood that day. Uh, long week dealing with some things, you know, when people were responding to the tweet, giving their opinions, and I was kind of, you could say I was kind of harsh with the responses. I was responding like a bit of an asshole. And, uh, I just wanted to take this time to apologize. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I'm sorry that, um, y'all are a bunch of fucking idiots. 
because I don't give a damn about what you think about my opinion. I'm not sorry for how I responded. Like, let's keep it 100. I, when I tweet something like that out, it's not, I understand people are going to have opinions. That's cool. But you're trying to change my mind. It's not going to happen. I know what I'm saying. Okay. So let me explain what I was talking about. I understand that everybody's missing the shots. I understand that Luca was passing these guys the ball. They're missing. Okay. So he's going to take over. I also understand that at that time when I tweeted that Spencer Dinwiddie was four from eight from the field. The offense on the court does not have to come from strictly three-point shots. That is not the team we've been this year. We got Spencer Dinwiddie not for three-point shooting. He can create offense. Kick the ball to Spencer. Relieve some stress off of yourself. Once he starts creating offense, if he is able to do so, you weren't giving him the chance. If he's able to do so, he creates offense that will open things up for you more. The pressure will be off of you more. You two can play off of each other. At least try that. The game was not out of reach at the point when I said that. It was still in grabs, grasp. You could have come back. And, you know, this is one of those games where Luka was just showing he had no energy on defense because things weren't going their way on offense and nobody was hitting their shots. And that's those are when the domino effects start to happen. You know, I don't have to repeat it. I've mentioned it on here all the time. Luka sets the tone for the team. Josh Green was the only one out there with some energy on defense and even Spencer Dinwiddie to some extent. So so when y'all tweet these things, because clearly y'all can't take criticism of Luka Doncic, obviously some of y'all were responding, disagreeing with me, and y'all were like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I disagree. That's cool. This is not for y'all. This is for the people who don't follow me but have something to say when I say something about Luka Doncic. Like, stop the dick riding. It's ridiculous. Y'all, y'all gonna get an AVN award the way y'all, the way y'all performing out here. Like I'm gonna start calling y'all Miss London. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Like I, and I was muting people left and right, <laughs> left and right. Like I, I was not in the mood that day. I was muting people. One person I soft blocked and muted them. <laughs> like I, I wasn't playing that day, man. It's like y'all, y'all make it seem like this dude can do no wrong. Oh. He needs to do this. He was passing these dudes the ball. They're not They're not making their shots. I'm not telling him to pass them the ball. I'm talking about one specific dude. And I don't want this dude just catching and shooting threes either. How did you feel about this game? So I, I did see that tweet. And I didn't take any notes for this game. Like at a certain point, I was like, fuck this game. Um, but to your point, that is something that I... I'm blaming on Jason Kidd, mostly. Honestly. Because every game for the past couple weeks now, it's been Josh Green, it's been Spencer Dinwiddie giving us consistent effort and energy, whether it's offensive or defensive, giving us giving the defense something different to look at, giving the opponent, I should say, something different to look at and think about on both sides of the ball. And I see both, I see the, you know, Luca trying to take over because nobody's hitting shots. I get that. That, like you said, is the old way that things would happen because we didn't have other people that could break down the defense. We have that now. And it was the perfect opportunity to defer to Dinwiddie since they're double-teaming Luka and <clears throat> the shooters aren't hitting. So if they're double-teaming Luka and the shooters aren't hitting, perfect opportunity to let Dinwiddie cook. And they didn't do that. Um and then again, Josh Green 
being able to do things again, make things happen, whether it's breaking up passes, uh, getting in the way on defense, create uh, additional opportunities, flying around, creating uh, offensive rebounds, uh, getting poke aways and steals on, 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 on and just energy effort and plays. We're not uh, Jason Kidd, and this is if we do a middle section, I don't know where we at with the time. If we do a middle section, that's something I might have a rant. On, on the things I'm not seeing that I need to be seeing right now in these last couple of weeks. I mean, to be honest, I have forgot about a middle section because I was <laughs> I was going to mention what I just mentioned in the middle segment. But I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to say okay. it. I might as well mention okay. it. I was talking about what I had talked about already. All right, I'll do it right now then. Um, oh, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I'll do is, uh, since we spent all that time talking about stuff that went basketball, I'll put an ad after that. Yeah, and if we, you are, we, man, look, we ain't got to tell people what. <laughs> I mean, they already heard it. So, that's what I'm saying. They already heard so, it. so uh, but yeah, um, what was I about to say? So, Jason Kidd, in these last couple weeks, it looks like he's trying to settle into playoff rotations. And I'm not feeling it at all because these boys are not mm-hmm. performing. I know Max is the elder statesman, but he's been complete ass for a couple weeks now. He is not performing. He put up the white mic with the white hoodie on. Oh, man. It's a, it's a snowstorm. Okay, KK. <laughs> anyway, uh, don't put the hood on, please. <laughs> so, I. I and Maxi ain't hitting these shots. I know this person does not bring on defense what Maxi brings, but God damn it, give Berton some minutes. If at least he'll let that thing fly. Cause Maxi ain't letting it go. Maxi hesitating way too much. Even when we were up twenty tonight, we getting ahead of ourselves. But even when we were up twenty tonight, he's getting the ball in situations where he would normally shoot and pass it. Frustrating, bro. Dude's a chump. And so here's where I'm at with it. Like, I've said this multiple times. I, I, I'm reiterating it again. Besides Luca, besides Jalen Brunson, besides Dimwitty, the rest of these dudes are mid 70s type players. Mid 70s type players, right? If you're playing 2K, <clears throat> none of these dudes are good enough talented enough or consistent in their effort enough for them to be married for for kid to be married to them getting a certain number of minutes or, or having a certain role on the lineup none of them not a single one besides the three that i mentioned luca brunson Dinwiddie, those are the only guys i'm trying to see play through their struggles because at least i know they're actually going to play when they're struggling Right. If Luca's not hitting, he's still going to hoop a little bit. That's he's bad. still going to add value to the team. If Dinwiddie's not hitting, I mean, we've only seen it maybe once. He's still yeah. going to try to make things happen. Brunson, if he's not hitting and he's being given the ball, uh, he's still going to try to make things happen. One way or another. The rest of these dudes, if they're having a terrible night, there is another guy on the bench that is almost as good as them that might be able to do something a little different. And that is goes one thing we know about Bertons. He 
he gonna let it go. We don't have to worry about him hesitating and shit. And I ain't gonna lie, man. He could dribble a little bit too. Like he's bringing a lot of energy, a lot of effort, and and, and really trying to. He's working. He's grinding. Yeah, he's he trying got to prove a big it. head. Oh man, <laughs> what the fuck that got to do with anything? It's good for contesting shots. It it blocks the vision of the shooter. I'm gonna let that slide, but uh, but yeah, that, that I, Jason Kidd being married to guys like Maxi, and I'm gonna, I, I mean, Reggie had a great night tonight, but nights where he's shooting 0 for six, why, why is he still out there? Like we can mix it up a little bit. I'm not saying bench them. I'm saying okay, he just missed four shots in a row. Let me throw Josh Green in here. All right, Maxi is not shooting. Let me throw Bertans in there. And I see other teams do this. Like, I see it a lot with centers, like Indiana Pacers and stuff. Oh, Gogo Badazzi isn't having a good game. Isaiah Jackson's getting more minutes. This person isn't, and it's another team, the uh, the Washington Wizards, back when they had Montrez Harrell. Yeah. If Daniel Gafford wasn't having a great game, Montrez is getting more than minutes. If Daniel Gafford is hooping, Daniel Gafford's getting more than minutes. I saw it with the Phoenix Suns when, uh, when JaVale McGee, and um, Don, DeAndre Ayton went down. Bismack Biombo's hooping, he's getting the minutes. Right. If Jalen Smith was hooping, he was getting the minutes. God damn it, for Christ's sake, I saw it with the goddamn Atlanta Hawks. Clint Capella yeah. wasn't having a great game, and Gorgie Dang was getting minutes. Like, right. it, it's... Unless you're someone, like you said, like Jalen Brunson, like Luka, you know, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, you're not expecting it from these guys. Or Dorian Finney-Smith, to be honest, because if his shot's not falling, he's helping a lot of other places on the court. That's not a guy you want to sit there. Yeah, as long as as long as they're contributing in a way that makes sense to the team, we're not supposed to defend, depend on Dorian Finney-Smith for buckets. Right. So as long as he's doing his job on defense, as long as he's taking the shots when they're available to him, I'm not going to complain about Dorian Finney-Smith being on the court too much. But when Bullock's not hitting his shot, that's a problem for me. Facts. When Maxie's not taking shots, that's a problem for me. When Dwight Powell's getting bodied in the paint over and over again, that's a little bit of a problem for me. I don't think mix we got an up. answer for that. But I'm saying, but you got to mix it up. You got to at least try to do something different. I mean, that's true. If Dwight Powell ain't really cutting it, why is it Marquise Chris getting some minutes? If Maxie Kleber is not taking these shots, then when he does take them, he's missing. Why is Davis Berton's not getting some minutes? If Reggie Bullock is missing, which, I mean, he's been hitting lately, but if he's missing, damn. Get Josh in there earlier. I mean, Josh Green ain't shooting. He is shooting lately. I mean, that's true. When he gets the opportunity. I'll I'll say something about Josh Green. He ain't afraid to shoot it. No, he's been pulling the trigger. Yeah, Yeah, he's been pulling the trigger lately. So, and again, I'm I'm not trying to say none of these dudes are better than the dudes in front of them. I'm not trying to say bench them and replace them. I'm saying if a dude is cold, we don't need to keep them out there to remain frozen. Mix it up quicker. We're spending too much time in these cold funk stretches of non-basketball and wasting guys. Like, when I'm watching the game, I'm like, all right, this is not going anywhere. I really wish he would put Josh Green in right now for an infusion of energy. I really wish he would get Dinwiddie in there so we can get the ball out of Lucas' hands a little bit. Because right now, with this creation, this, this ISO stuff is not working. We need somebody else that can actually manufacture a bucket. That's that's what I'm thinking. And Jason Kidd has been slow to do it. Um, I don't know why. Again, I, I feel like he's trying to get used to our playoff rotations. But if this is what our playoff rotations look like, 
then we're in for a rude awakening that's going to look very similar to these last couple of years. And I'm not, I'm not trying to see that again. I'm not trying to do that again. Well, hopefully it looks similar to this last game as opposed to the last couple of years because the Utah Jazz came into Dallas and uh, the Dallas Mavericks got another victory over the Utah Jazz. We got our last victory over them uh, a few weeks ago or maybe a week ago. No, a few weeks ago. It was a couple weeks ago. It was uh, uh, the seventh. Yes, like three weeks ago. 114 to 100. Around the fourth quarter, it really wasn't as close as it seems. Um, But uh, Dallas Mavericks, Luka Doncic with 32 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 11 to 21 from the field. Reggie Bullock stepping up tonight. Boy, I ain't never seen. I don't remember having a (laughs) shot fall like this. He finished with 23. 23 points. Tied his season high. 8 of 12 from the field and 7 of 11 from 3. The boy shot one shot inside the arc. One. Jalen Brunson with 22 points. 10 rebounds. 5 assists. And you're wondering, man, Luka with 10? Jalen Brunson with 10? Maxi had seven. Dwight Powell had four. Who was down there? Nobody. Because <laughs> Rudy Gobert and Hassan Whiteside were not available tonight. I believe Eric Pascal was starting that center. Yeah. And I think yeah. Rudy Gay off the bench. That's bad. Yeah. Eric Pascal and Rudy Gay. Like, they, they had Wancho or Willie on one of them Hernan Gomez boys. I think it was Wancho. Yeah, I think he's more of a three anyway. So. Yeah, which is a, and and he sucks. So it's like, <laughs> and I expected a Dwight Powell masterclass from this game, and we didn't really get it. He only has six points, five rebounds, shot three shots. Um, I figured this is a game where he really eat uh, on the inside, but uh, nonetheless, Spencer Dinwiddie off the bench with twelve points, shot five of ten from the field. Maxi Kleber with a Maxi Kleber game, two points, seven rebounds. <laughs> It was points to go around, and none of them came from Maxi Kleber. Really. That boy was not trying to shoot. He shot one three-pointer. And when I tell you he had plenty to shoot, <sighs> and he chose to swing the – you know what? We already talked about it. But Davis Bertans came out. Guess how many points? He had six. No three-pointers, but he had two field goals, and he He's had two free Dunking goals. on motherfucker. Hey, man, look. All I'm saying is Maxi ain't going to do it. He'll do it. He had 15 minutes. Maxi had 22 he ain't going to play the defense that Maxie get, but, you know, we didn't seen him block a shot. He hustles. That's what matters the most. But uh, this game, once I found out, uh, I found out in the space, shout out to 77, 77 Spaces by uh, Jose, Rolo, and Jazz. Uh, I found out that Rudy Gobert was not going to be playing. I said, oh, it's up. <clears throat> it's up. Put it up there. We, Luca's going to be able to get whatever he wants. Because no one on that perimeter can stop them, and they don't have Rudy Gobert or even Hassan Whiteside for a failsafe anymore. Uh, granted, I, I need y'all to realize this is not what it's going to look like in the playoffs unless Rudy Gobert and Hassan Whiteside are not there, and that's not going to be the case as far as nah. I know. Nah. But I will say this is if Maxi, hear me out. Maxi Kleba is actually taking threes and maybe hitting them. And we're running the offense where we're keeping Rudy Gobert out of the paint. Maybe this is something we could see. But Maxi hasn't shown that confidence to shoot the ball either. So, wishful thinking. Thoughts on the game? 
I'm sorry, I got to see this real quick. What the hell? Will Smith punched Chris Rock at the Oscars and said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. On the mic. <sighs> you want the clip? Uh, I think my cousin just sent me. The, yeah, my cousin just sent me the clip. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm um, about to mute myself while you. Uh, yeah, let me talk about the game. So, uh, yeah, uh, first half, uh, they they brought out the midget lineup. I made the joke that, uh, oh, I'm sorry, a little person lineup. I didn't mean to say nothing insensitive. Don't cancel me. 2022. Um, but they they brought out the the short lineup and we allowed them to to get away with it in the first half. Um, I think I had posted the 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 gif of Luca going to the hole because I expected that to be the case all night with no Gobert, no white side. Uh he was pretty much the biggest person on the court. So then in the uh Second half, we did get that. Now, Dinwiddie was doing it. <laughs> Dinwiddie was doing it in the first half, getting to the hole at will, taking advantage of the lack of interior presence for the Jazz. But in the uh, the second half, it was Luca realizing, oh, yeah, I am bigger than all these dudes. Getting to the hole at will. The Jazz couldn't do anything about it. Uh, defensively, we, we did a good job of shutting down Donovan Mitchell. Um, and then Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock had, had it that ratchet. He was going. He was letting it fly. I think seven threes is the most he's hit in a Mavs uniform, and the 23 points is ties his season high as well. Uh, so that's good to see when he's had a couple bad games. I know he's had some personal things going on off the court, so glad to see him come back from that as well. Uh, Jalen Brunson, big game. Definitely enjoy seeing that. And, you know, right now it simply comes down to, like I'm looking at it now, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys played 20 minutes. Maxi and Dwight were just above 20. Reese looks stunned and afraid. <laughs> Whoa. That punch was real. Oh, you thought it was a joke? <laughs> he just walked up on stage. They ain't gonna let us back. They not let us back to the Oscars after this. <laughs> Y'all, y'all thought what y'all thought he was joking about that little fight he got in in West, West Philly? Philadelphia born. <laughs> I, that that it's funny because my mom brought it up again this week about um like somebody had posted on Facebook you know who's the most famous person you you met or talked to or something and like she had put Will Smith on there and um, remember he got kicked out of that thing for fighting so he's he's quick to throw a hand or two in, in real life so uh, this, Chris Rock was playing with fire. I mean, you talk about a man's wife. I'm sorry. Back on topic. You deserve to get violated like that. Why am I all up in the mic? Let me back the fuck up. All right. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking at the playoff rotation thing. As you mentioned, Bertans might need to start cutting into Maxie's minutes. That's all I'm saying. 100%. Especially if it's, hey, man, look, we need dudes to shoot shots in the playoffs, and we need those shots to fall. If they're not falling, I need you at least – to have the confidence to shoot it so the defense has to respect you. That's Bertons that's all it comes down to. That's all it comes down to. If, if you Bertons break, is break. gonna give us that and Maxi isn't. If you I will break, sacrifice break. I will sacrifice Maxi's defense for Bertons who's gonna at least shoot the ball. I'm sorry. I mean if you won't, I understand. I'll I'll say that now. For somebody who says no, I'm not willing to risk that, I completely understand because I understand the liability Bertons is on defense. Right. But me personally 
That's how I feel about it. It's just certain scenarios. Like if he's out there in a nine, if we're not playing him at the center, then I I will put Bertans in there. If we're playing him at the center, I might put Marquise Chris in there. If he's playing like complete buttons. Um, I mean, it depends on what the rest of the lineup. Again, like. depending on it, like you said, depending on the situation, kid has to be willing to do those things. That's all right. it comes down to for me. But in the in the end, we got the W. I'm glad we got the W. Uh, we are in the four seed, and we control our destiny. If we win more than we lose, or than the Jazz, the rest of the way, we are the four seed. Hey, uh, man, the, all I'm saying is, worst case. Three seed ain't out of the question. It's not. It's not. But I'm going to say it like I've been saying it before. If we talk about going forward, we got to look at who's behind us at the same time. So uh, That's true. So, yeah, Absolutely. we definitely could get that three seed, but we got to keep winning games to do so. We win games, the rest will take care of itself. That includes... Let me get my brief on. Get all in the mic. It's already at your face. That includes the MVP award. <laughs> if we win games, we don't have to argue about an MVP ladder because it'll take care of itself. Or if our MVP comes into the season in shape, but you know. <laughs> all I'm saying, man, quit putting the, the, the carts before the horse. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. All we saying. Don't count right. the chickens before they hatch. And, and, and make sure the the chicken is in the pot or something. I don't know. Go I, ahead. I, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. That must be some South Carolina shit. Um, <laughs> That's a blank check reference for all <laughs> blank check people. With that being said, shout out uh, to Tone Loke. You shouting out gang members on our? He was in the blank check. The, you, do you know the movie Blank Check? No. The little kid ran into the rich person. The rich person gave him a check for hurting hurting his bike. Never it was blank. It. He put a million dollars on there, cashed that thing. It was out there living life. Never and then Tone Loke had to catch him. And uh, they had, like, the signal. And he was like, what about the chicken in the pot? And the dude was like, I don't know nothing about no chickens in no pots. So anyway, to you. So moving on, since there is no middle segment, we're going to move right on to the weekly forecast and the unsung heroes. So... Uh, Yeah, after this quick ad After this message from our sponsor Which is us um, (laughs) (laughs) We'll get that to (laughs) y'all College basketball fans Join the action on the court During the biggest tournament of the year With DraftKings Sportsbook Turn your team's victory into your own big win New customers can bet $5 On any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the college hoops action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot at a share of over $250,000 in prizes. Simply join a pool and ask the questions like, who will make it to the next round? And... Who will hit the most three-pointers? Then track your results. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, y'all. After that, uh... 
that ad break that was short for y'all but very long for us um <laughs> sorry we were still trying to dissect this whole will smith chris rock thing um <laughs> yeah uh i guess will smith felt like he had to be a hero comment speaking of heroes the Mavs Outsiders Unsung Hero of the Week Award. You're curious who's this going to, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have someone in mind? I do. Okay. Because I'm, I'm, usually when you give me that look, it's like, it better be this person I'm thinking. No, nah, nah, I'm thinking. I was thinking for a second, but okay. I, I think I know who I, should, who, who I expect it to be. Mavs Outsiders Unsung Hero of the Week Award goes to one Mr. Reggie Bullock. Mmm. For coming out huge in two big important games. First game being the Minnesota game where we weren't really getting what we should have got out of Luka Doncic. He stepped up big time. Another in this Utah Jazz game where we had to take advantage. Move up to the fourth seed. They were missing their paint. Defenders. Rudy Gobert, Hassan Whiteside. He did what he gets paid to do. Knocked down his threes. When the defense collapsed on Luka Doncic. Helped us get the victory. Shout out to Reggie Bullock. Uh, he's not going to get Mavs Outsiders Unsung Hero of the Year unless he like wins it for like the next two weeks. Oh, you already. Uh... Okay. Yeah. Is there more than one person in contention? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah. Shout out to Reggie Bullock. But uh, speaking of the next week or two, specifically the next week gonna kick it to brother bibs for the weekly forecast y'all better enjoy these man because there ain't too many left <laughs> brother bibs what we got well race yeah thanks for that send off uh we got us a big week ahead of us here folks three games with a lot of personal implications the first one on tuesday <laughs> it's the los angeles lakers and folks they are struggling uh every day if you hop into their spaces they are contemplating Excuse me. They're contemplating whether or not they care about basketball anymore. LeBron James said as long as he's in the play-in, he's got a chance. <laughs> they might not be in the play-in, Dan. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we got a chance to help. <laughs> That just made me so uncomfortable. That just just made me so uncomfortable. That just made me so uncomfortable. I I almost left. (laughs) I couldn't hold it. I try to hold it in sometimes. I swear I do. I always try to hold in my laugh. But that made me, that laugh in your face made me so uncomfortable. You know, I was losing oxygen there, Reese. Um, Are you okay? I think I'm okay now. I'll hit the inhaler when we're done here. But for now, <laughs> we had a chance to put the Lakers outside the play-in. Dan, it's been a rough season for them, and it's not going to get any easier. Hopefully, Luka gets LeBron on some more ISOs and tells him, old man, you can average 30 points all you want, but you can't stop me. <laughs> Moving forward, the next day, we play the Cleveland Cavaliers, who have been on a little bit of a slide themselves. It's been rough. They've had a lot of big injuries, and now they've slid to the play-in. Uh, I hate to do this to them, but <laughs> we got to get that W. 
Uh, we'll see if Lucas sits on a back-to-back. I, I, I'm not sure if we will. We'll, we'll see how that goes. But it would be nice to get a nice win on the back-to-back. The Cavaliers, I'm sorry. If you got to be in the play-in, you got to be in the play-in. That's not my problem. Moving forward in the week, on Friday, a huge game on the docket. <laughs> They're coming to Reese's neck of the woods, the, the, the Washington Wizards, on April Fool's Day. <laughs> and it would be quite the joke if the Wizards were to beat us. Uh, a lot of sad and unhappy Mavs fans on the timeline. I can see it. Nobody wants to see KP thrive for some reason. I have no personal beef with the man. Uh, but it should be a fun game nonetheless. I'm sure both teams will be highly motivated in that when Spencer Winwitting <laughs> is probably going to have a message that he wants to send to his old teammates about winning. Uh, particularly, I think the Wizards still have a shot at the play-in as well, uh, so they've got something to play for. And then finally, to end the week, we're playing the Milwaukee Bucks. Guys, they got a chance at the one seed in the East as well. We wondered if maybe they'd be resting, guys. I don't think they will. Uh, I think Drew Holiday was injured, but he should be back by then if they want him to be. It should be a good week. we got four games with teams that all have something to play for. I'm not sure how I feel about this one, but uh, what about you, Reese? Back to you. Three and one, baby. Do you have anyone in mind? The Bucks. Okay. I was supposed I... to be. My plan was to be going to that Washington Mavs game. Um, when I go to the Washington games against the Mavs, I like to sit right behind the bench. But if I go, I'll have to make a sacrifice this time, unfortunately, and get like a much cheaper seat. Uh, we'll see because I would much rather go because I can't watch the game. Right. So. Um, <clears throat> man, you know what? I'm going to speak my mind. Like two and Uh-oh. two. I think we're going to lose two games this week. Which what's the two games you have in mind? Honestly. Washington and the Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see I can see us losing to Washington. I I fear a large KP night. I don't. I I fear it. Um, even if we get it, I feel like Luka is going like you know what I want? I want that yapping. Like remember when Russell Westbrook and KD played for that first time at the KD went to the Warriors and Westbrook <laughs> was just talking and shit like I want that. Like, yeah, I need, I want it to be a game for sure. I want the I want the rumors between them to be confirmed. No, they did not like each other. <laughs> I need Luca to 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 do something to him and then like talk to the crowd. Like Facts. I need I need KP to get blocked by Maxi. I need I need I need like all the interactions. I need Dinwiddie to to be to do his thing. I need all of it. I need Bertans to hit. A I need Bertans to splash some. Yeah, I need everything. I need Latvian on Latvian crime. Facts. If Bertans dunks on KP, man, look. Let me let me slow down. Um, if Jot, never mind. All right, never mind. We, I, I'm Josh looking forward Green to that game. I'm looking forward to that game. I'm looking forward to that game. I'm looking forward to that game. That's the game I'm looking forward to the most from the rest of the season. To be honest, I dread the Lakers game. Hmm. They just blew um, a twenty-point lead to the Pelicans. Yeah, because they're gonna have a little bit of motivation. The motivation. <laughs> this is uh last. This the their, Lakers. Their last legs. This is it. And they they wasn't motivated today. LeBron might score fifty. Who's stopping LeBron? Uh, that probably won't be enough. 
Who's stopping LeBron? Let him score 50. <sighs> That's why I dread this game. I expect we win, but I also fear that some stupid stuff could happen in that game. I dread um, the Cavs game more than the Lakers game. I haven't watched the Cavs in a while, but I feel I'm I like I'm at the point where I feel sorry for them. Yeah, they have been on a slide, but I feel like that could be a trap game. That too, and again, we don't know what they're going to do with the the resting situation. So, yeah, whatever. I guess that's it for basketball. Uh, I mean, that's it for the part in general. I don't want to stay on too long, uh, but I did want to mention to you. Um, I know we're probably going to be doing the. Uh, the Bel Air uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last episode is this week. Did you watch the last two episodes? Remember, I texted you and I said, "Have you seen it?" I did. Did you see what I was talking about? It was ironic how the episode <sighs> about his dad came up. Oh yeah, right yeah, after yeah, we yeah. talked about it. And yeah. my theory, I, I think my theory might be true. Yeah, it's it's definitely looking like it. It's it, definitely it, looking like it. It's looking like um, it. <clears throat> Yes. Will, Will saw that episode when Uncle Phil uh, damn near punched Jeffrey and he was like I need to treat Chris Rock just like this <laughs> um, and speaking of the Jeffrey situation like yo like they, they, I'm gonna need that to be resolved yeah man come on we can't I... go into the next season with Jeffrey on hiatus <laughs> nah <laughs> He's been the most interesting character. And I, I do respect what they've done with that character, by the way. We'll get into that. Um, if you haven't been checking in for the the, the Bel Air recaps, definitely do so. Uh, first three, first four episodes I did with Shad. Next three I did with Reese. Hopefully on this one, this coming weekend, we're going to be doing the, the finale and like expectations for season two and all that good stuff. Um, hopefully I have Reese and, and Shad on there for that, so. I'm excited. Same. I'm excited. Yeah, hopefully, you know, I was looking forward to being on there with Shot on the last one. I'm pretty sure he's going to have hella references for us that we have no idea <laughs> what he's talking about. But yeah, uh, definitely looking forward to that. Definitely looking forward to another movie uh, review soon. I'm just not sure what the hell it would be. Yeah, so uh, I did watch X while I was in Delaware. Um, I went to the movie theater in Salisbury, Maryland. And it was my first time at this movie theater since I want to say Pokemon the movie, like the first one, like OG Pokemon. Oh my god! Like I, I don't go to movies when I go back. That home. movie theater still around? Yeah, it doesn't. It like you know when you were a kid, everything looked so big and large yeah. and different. Like it, this is a tiny theater. Small. Like, <laughs> so, uh, it, but it is Regal, so I was able to use my Regal Premium Pass, uh, so I didn't have to pay for nothing. Um, but I went and saw X How was with that? Jenna Ortega and Kid Cudi. Let me just say, my my. Uh, if you don't know, I don't watch trailers. I will so. say this: I saw the trailer because I went to the movies. That's why I saw the trailer. Okay. I didn't like seek it out. I didn't watch the Double Toasted review, but they said it might be one of the best slashers. And like, yeah. they yeah, they did their thing. Um, now, first of all. I don't know if they give you this in the trailers, but I did not know what type of movie they were making. I just knew they were making a movie. I kind of, I didn't catch it until the end of the trailer. There was a lot of smashing going on in this yeah. movie. Kid Cudi was getting it in. Yeah. Um, and they were lingering. I was like, I don't know how this adds to the movie. It felt uncomfortable. 
it was getting a little uncomfortable. I was in there with my uh, my cousin, and uh, he was a little oh. too. Was, <laughs> I'm not gonna get too into detail here, but it was a little uncomfortable. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, and then when Janet were taking, you know what? I'm going too far into that because I wasn't ready for that, and I'm scarred now. But anyway, Jenna Ortega was recently in Scream, right? Scream. She was in uh, season two of You. She played the young assistant. But I know her from being a little girl on Disney Channel. I was not ready to see her in this situation, and I'm still, I'm still, (laughs) I'm still dealing with that. I don't ever watch her on Disney Channel. I'm ready. (laughs) No comment. Um, Other than that, when it got to the slashing. Oh my God. Like, first of all, the story, the background story is not weak. It's not stereotypical. Mm-hmm. It's different. They gave some like depth to the situation. Um, the way the kills went down, every single kill is different. Uh for the most of the movie, you don't even know who's gonna be the killer till they start killing. Like they give you wow. some options on who's gonna be doing the killing. I Again, it was never mind. We could talk about this off, I, off camera because I because I saw the trailer and I guess Again. the trailer gave it away. But maybe the way I'm, the maybe yeah. I, maybe I'm thinking the trailer gave it away and it's not who I think it is. The way the movie sets it up, <clears throat> you think it's going to be a certain character, Actually, very no. obviously. No, then no, 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 no. I'm ahead. wrong. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. The trailer didn't give all of that away. I remember I didn't watch the Double Toaster review, but it was playing in the background while I was uh-huh. in bed, and I heard them <laughs> mention it. Yeah, <clears throat> but again, they they kind of go with, like there's points where I thought it was going to be three different people okay. that were going to be the killer, and they do a good job of paying homage to a lot of like classic thrash thrillers without uh, being too on the nose. They mentioned a couple, but it makes sense because they're movie makers and they're trying to do something new. And um, <clears throat> they set it up to where this is going to be like a trilogy. There's going to be a prequel, I believe, and a sequel. Now I'm kind of curious to see it. You got to see it. You got to see it. But uh, again, if I could have been prepared for the cheeks getting clapped <laughs> for 20 minutes of the movie, then that would have been nice. But other than that, it's, it's, it did its thing. Oh, wow. I am curious. I actually wasn't gonna go. I was like, it looks cool, but I, I wasn't gonna go see it. Now I might. I might go see it tomorrow. Like I said, I got time on my hands. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely <laughs> go see it. I know you got like a movie pass too, so yeah. Uh, it, it, there ain't much going on in the theaters right now, so that's definitely one to do. If you I was gonna go see yeah. the Sandra Bullock and Ch- Channing Tatum, I almost movie. did it twice this weekend. I just couldn't, couldn't pull. Yeah, I almost did it last week, and I was like, do I really want to? Like, I could be doing something else right now. It's some movie that just came out recently. What was the one with The Rock? Um, it was The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. And um, Wonder Woman. That was Gal Gadot. But either Red way, Notice. but like The Red Notice and then Uncharted. Like I saw both of those recently. I just didn't have it in me to go see this Lost City. Oh, it's, yeah, too, yeah. it's too similar to those two. Jungle and yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, two yeah. adventures and cast of characters gotcha. getting into hijinks. I, I had energy for it. Yeah, I got you. <clears throat> so, but uh, but yeah, um, I'm gonna definitely be on my movie grind. Moon Knight comes out this week. 
Yes. Uh, Morbius comes out this weekend. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm really looking forward to Moon Knight because we get the Midnight Boys back every week. <laughs> yes. I've been missing them. Like, oh, I've man. been almost listening to one of them, like, Star Wars joints. That I Did you listen to the their awards? Their fandom awards? No. You got to listen to it. It's, yeah. it's entertaining. A, right. a bit of it made me frustrated, but it's, it's entertaining. Okay. Well, well, yeah, I'll definitely check it out because I, I like listening to them talk talk shit. Yeah. All right, but that's that's really it. Um, be on the lookout, folks. I might have start writing again. Um, life life is. I'm in a good place. I'm in a good place creatively. I almost started right. rapping again. I almost started oh. putting some bars to the to pen and paper. Like, <laughs> I almost want to want to do another album. Bears so, about to create the new intro for the Mavs outside of the park. <laughs> that's crazy. That's I might need to do that, Loki. Hey, we ain't had to pay nobody. <laughs> Uh yeah, let me let me let me let me, let me marinate, ruminate on that. Let me reach out to my. This feels like the after show. Let's close this out. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh, speaking of which, speaking of which, we might bring the spaces back now that we can record. Yeah, we might bring the spaces back. Um, and I'm sorry to Lando if we stepping on your toes. We only gonna do it one night a week. Uh, if we do it, so for the playoffs, it'll probably be like we did last year. Recaps. Uh, yeah, but I I feel like I. F- should we record after we'll talk about that another time we'll talk about that another time uh but yeah i appreciate y'all for stopping through the people that listen uh i know the episode was kind of late last week uh forgive us you know uh it it gets kind of busy life hits you know things happen so uh yeah y'all y'all should get get this on time but if not know that things happen and life hits <laughs> nah, y'all, y'all getting this one all time y'all getting this one all time y'all, last, y'all, last week was crazy for me yeah last week was different man it, it was an anomaly don't expect that but uh yeah signing off for recent biz man we'll holla at y'all next week peace peace